Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. When US podcast host and author Mel Robbins posted about the let them theory mindset hack on her Instagram, the video went stratospheric, Lauren. That's not even viral. That's, is that like double viral? It's like quadruple viral. With over 20 million views, 1.5 million likes and tens of thousands of comments. And we loved it too. So that's what we're talking about today. I'm Nicole Goodman. And I'm Lauren Mishcon. And this is Self Care Club. The advice for self-care today is endless and can be yet another overwhelming job for women. Every episode, we trial a different self-care practice, live it to the letter for a week and report back to you on the results. Will it actually improve your well-being or will it be another waste of your time? We test out self-care so you don't have to. Welcome to Self-Care Club. So what exactly is this let them theory? Well, it's an approach to life based on the principles of acceptance and non-resistance. It's closely aligned with the widely accepted ideas of acceptance, detachment, mindfulness and personal responsibility, particularly acceptance and commitment therapy, also known as ACT, which is a form of psychotherapy that helps you accept your thoughts and feelings without judgment. The theory emphasises the importance of personal responsibility, focusing on yourself, taking responsibility for your own actions and choices. It encourages you to shift your attention from trying to change others to focusing on your own growth, happiness and creating positive experiences in your life. It reminds you that you can only control yourself and not others. It basically goes like this. If your friends are all going to lunch next week and they're not inviting you, let them. Like, let's say your son doesn't want to go on the football team anymore. Let them. Your friend enters into an endless doomed relationship with people who are totally unsuitable. Let them. Mel Robbins says so much time and energy is wasted on forcing other people to match our expectations. So instead of attempting to control people or circumstances, you allow things to be as they are rather than letting this stuff control you. Yes. Very interesting and sounds very simple. When you go into control mode, it's like paddling upstream. It's a struggle. And that is what's happening when you are trying to control people. You're just fighting against the current. You're creating resistance and you're creating frustration when you can't control the people around you. And the battle is completely pointless. (laughs) The answer is to drop the oars and let 
go. And when you do that, what's going to happen is the boat is going to just naturally float downstream with the current. So if you are surrendering to what is going on, you're creating peace and ease for you. Now, this doesn't mean being passive. It is an active choice to let go and to align with the universal law of detachment rather than wasting time and energy on shit we can't control. I love that. It's an active choice Yeah. to let go. Yeah. I love that. Because it sounds, when you hear it for the first time, like it could be something completely passive. Well, or I don't care, so let them, whatever. I don't care, but it's not that. No, no, it's not. It's a let them. Mm. let them be let them do what they need to do I'm going to chill the fuck out just let them Mm. it's that Mm. isn't it so why are we so controlling and why do we get so upset about what other people are doing or not doing well Mel Robbins explains there are three reasons Mm want to hear them Definitely. Number one, controlling and ruminating is a form of anxiety. This blew my oh mind. Oh my God, that's awful. I know. That's when I awful. heard it, I was I was like, no, that sounds like rubbish. And then I got really uncomfortable. Brene Brown talks about this. It's called overfunctioning. Mm-hmm. So it is a form of anxiety showing up. You need to control or to be overbearing or nosy or not keep your opinions to yourself. Or if you're constantly frustrated with your parents or your friends or a loved one, this is basically all about your own anxiety ouch it's, it, it, you know because my mind is now ticking over thinking about okay so where am i overbearing where mm-hmm. am i overly judgmental mm-hmm. and then you have to figure out why you know what you're anxious about what is yeah. that yeah you basically got to take a long hard look in the mirror yeah number two uh it's easier to focus on other people yes. than it is on yourself you trick yourself into thinking that you are going to be in control if you control other people but the only person that you can control or should control is yourself sounds simple doesn't it it does and number three the reason of why we are getting so upset about this is it distracts us from things that we don't want to deal with Yeah, and I had to bring you a really practical, perfect example of this. Because when I was listening to Mel's show and then I was doing all the research, I was like, oh, yeah, I did that really recently. Well, do you want to tell us? Yeah, so when we took Max back to university for his second year and he's now in, um, in his own flat... And as soon as we got there, I got mega, mega busy unpacking his clothes and trying to sort out the kitchen. And he kept saying to me, mum, leave it. Let me, mum, just leave it. Just sit down, just let me do it. And I could not. And I- So what's that about? Why could you not? I told myself it was because I wanted to organise it for him and be his mummy and help him. But I don't think it was that. I think it was- triggered by the uncertainty and the newness of him living away from me again but now not even in halls now in this new home that wasn't my home and I guess part of me trying to put everything away was me making it how I would like it so I felt like he was still close to me so that was totally about my uh, being uncomfortable and anxious about him living away and And that's but that's rough you know that is rough and that is understandable that you have anxiety and difficulty letting go of him not being in your home anymore yeah it's a big it's a big pull when the kids leave and in the end because he knows me so well and we have such a good and symbiotic relationship he said okay mum, i'll make a deal you can just help me put the clothes away but everything else you have to leave 
I was like, okay. And I, you know, I tried really hard and I was like, okay, which drawer do you want your pants in? Which drawer do you want your t-shirts in? And I did it the way he does it with rolling everything up, you know, not folded. And I was so grateful that he kind of let me do. He let you. He let me. He let you. And then I also was able to let him. Yeah. Yeah. That's a hard one. Yeah. That's a hard one. And also it takes an enormous amount of self-awareness to do this work Mm. as it always does Mm. so when you have that thought of well actually this is just my anxiety showing up Mm. that's when we have to take that look in the mirror and say okay what am I worried about what am I anxious about Mm. what's going on for me Mm. why is it that I need to do this because it's not about the other person Mm -mm. no it just distracts us from the things we don't want to deal with let's talk about the benefits of the let them theory there are loads right it's liberating it can help you feel more peaceful it can bring ease into your life it can help you overcome controlling behavior and thoughts and like it, what we've just highlighted exactly and it avoids you getting riled up why doesn't she do this yeah. like this why is she not doing this like it's, you can just avoid that well you can just, just say, let her let them yeah just let them yeah it's nothing to do with me it's <laughs> gonna make no difference to my life just let them and as you said, it can help you catch yourself when you're over-functioning with anxiety. And letting go of control and just accepting other people without trying to change them can bring more love to your life because it is an act of love to let people do what makes them feel good. Not what makes you feel good. Oh, what makes them feel good. It is an act of love to let them do what makes them feel good. Yeah. Not on your conditions or your yes. expectations. yes. That's hard. It is hard. And really necessary and really important. Mm -hmm. Um, So we're going to use this in everyday life. Yes. Right? And I hope everybody listening, if you haven't heard the Mel Robbins podcast and this is the first time you've heard this, then welcome to it because it's great. Um, So we're going to talk about how we can use it in everyday life. And it can be applied anywhere when you feel left out or your feelings have been hurt or also when you might be getting frustrated with other people or you're trying to change them or trying to change a situation so instead of trying to control people or situations focus on taking control of your own actions and let go of the things you cannot control and stop trying to force others to do what you want them to do yeah so example in the case of being upset at being socially left out yes let's say all your friends and mel robbins gives this example yes let's say all your friends have gone out for lunch yeah and they haven't invited you yeah instead of being pissed off or they should have invited me and that's wrong and they're just blaming them actually the let them theory let them go out for lunch let them enjoy it Mm. and then take charge of your own social arrangements so arrange your own girls lunch exactly and therefore you will be invited because you're arranging it yeah yeah you are in charge let them yeah let them Absolutely. and let yourself have that lunch by arranging it yourself mm. right mm-hmm. it's amazing mm-hmm. let people be themselves instead of trying to change them to fit your expectations i think we could all brush up on this for shiz focus on who the person is instead of their potential and this is obviously really helpful in relationships when you allow people to behave in a way that is natural to them it gives you a chance to see them for who they really are rather than who you want them to be or who you expect them to be or who you think they might be Mm. and if you just let people do things without interfering They will quickly show you exactly who they are when you are not 
manipulating them or hoping that they're going to improve. Mel Robbins says that when you're constantly moaning about people, you're not with them. All you're doing is focusing on the things that you don't like. And what it does is it distracts you. It basically takes you away from the reality of the situation and it keeps you deluding yourself. So deal with the reality of who someone is. And when you've done that, then you're free to make a good choice about if you want to be in a relationship with that person or if you want to walk away. Oh, jeez. I mean, that blew my mind. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it is my blow because it's actually, it is a total distraction Mm -hmm. because it is exactly what you just said. It's taking you away from dealing with what the issue might be, which is you might not want to be friends with this person anymore. You might not appreciate having them in your life. You might not enjoy them as much as you used to. And therefore you're going to have to do something really, really hard, which is put a boundary up and perhaps not have them in the same capacity in your life. But when we don't want to look at that, it's often easier to try and control or manipulate or moan about it because that is a perfect distraction. People always show you who they are. We say that often. People will always show you who they are. So see it let them and let them see them and then decide let them show you who you are i love it we waste so much time on energy on forcing other people to match our expectations but the truth is if somebody you're dating or a friend or somebody you're trying to partner with in business if they're not showing up how you need them to show up don't try to force them to change what are you going to do you're going to let them. Let them be themselves because they are revealing who they are to you. Just let them and then you get to choose what you do next. And that's where the part about it not being a passive choice, it's an active choice. I love it. Because you then have that choice to make. I love every part of this. I do too. Instead of trying to control someone's feelings or their opinions, give them the space to share their feelings and validate them. It is a great act of generosity and love. When you detach yourself from other people's emotions, it can help you learn how to let people be upset without putting your hooks into it. Let others be themselves, support what makes them happy. And this ultimately leads to more love and stronger relationships. And this was another like big ouch moment for me. Okay. Last Monday, we were in the studio. You were very upset. Not with me. You were just very upset about world events. You'd had a really difficult weekend. You were in a very heightened state of anxiety, angst, upset, sadness. Yeah, grief. I was in a terrible state. (laughs) I just found that so hard to just allow you let me i couldn't so tell me i mean i did because i didn't have a choice but i really struggled with that in what respect were you struggling because i didn't like seeing you like that that was upsetting Mm. to me Mm. well i mean i understand that it would be upsetting to me to see you like that it was also just taking all emotions out of it practically difficult because we were in the studio to work and you were not in a state where you were really able to work in that moment no and I wanted to control that yep and I couldn't yep and I I definitely I definitely struggle with that 
I, I, I struggle with detaching. Well, in that moment, in that morning, I really struggled to detach myself from your emotions. I found it hard to just let you. Let you be like that. Let you feel what like that. What do you think the fear was, if you let me, that we wouldn't record a show or we wouldn't get done what we needed to get done? A, the practical side that we physically couldn't record a show. Yeah. B, I did not know how to deal with you. I did not know how to change it. I did not know how to control it. I did not know how to fix it. I couldn't just allow it. You said to me later that day, um, and I really appreciate you bringing here because I think it's a really great example. And you said to me later that day, I really don't know how to deal with you when you're like that. Yeah. And I found that quite jarring. I found that quite a jarring comment. Yeah. For want of a better word, because... I thought to myself, she doesn't need to deal with me. She's mm. not my mother. Mm. Um, and I'm not her responsibility. Mm. And I was okay. I, I was okay. I was in a terrible state. Mm. In my coaching model that we do, and I think I've told you about this before, and it's a beautiful thing. There's um, a cornerstone on the model that is called naturally creative, resourceful and whole, which basically means that any one of your clients that you are coaching, whatever is going on for them, mm. they are always, even if they are crying their eyes out, sobbing, angry, screaming, whatever heightened state of emotion they are in, they are always, you have to assume they are always naturally creative, naturally cr- resourceful and always whole, which means that they're always okay. They mm. are just dealing with their own emotions. Mm. And so I guess taking that on board, I was all of those things mm. and I was grief stricken and I was upset mm. and I was anxious mm. and I was worried and I was rageful and I was all of those things and I'm okay with it because I can be all of those things because I know myself so well. I know I'm gonna, I'm never gonna go down a deep, dark rabbit hole and never get out again. Mm. And I guess what would have been helpful is if you had just let me. I didn't really have much option. There there was a lot of resistance. And that was when, between you and James actually, because Mm. you were trying to help and I understand Mm. it was coming from your heart and you wanted to make me feel better, but it wasn't, it wasn't your responsibility mm. and it wasn't your job and you weren't able to. And at one point I left the studio, yeah. I stormed out yeah. because you were both trying to put me back together. And I'm thinking, I don't need to be put back together. I just need to express it, be with it. Yeah. This is where I'm at. Yeah. And be here. And that's yeah. that was all I needed. And no one was letting you. Neither of us were letting you. And that's why I was getting really annoyed. Yeah. And then I walked out. Yeah. And I took five deep breaths and I came back in. And the energy was different, yeah. wasn't it? Well, and- you centered yourself and... Well, I said to myself, but I'd also, I think you guys had got it. It's like, okay, we're not, this is not our job to do that. And when I came back in, James said, I'm just trying to help. And I said, Mm. I know, Mm. and I appreciate it, Mm. but I just need to be where I am. Mm. You can't be anywhere other than where you are. I'm thinking about when we did the sister circle and I could not let those women express things without responding. To be fair to me, I didn't know the rule that you weren't supposed to respond. I didn't know. She didn't yeah. explain at the beginning yeah, yeah, she that didn't. we are supposed to speak and then you're not supposed to respond. So I, I, it wasn't that I was breaking the rule on purpose. But even once I knew the rule, just let them speak, do not respond, do not reply to them. I found that almost impossible. It's really interesting, isn't it? Because it means that you do have to be so active in letting go and I think that is such an interesting 
shift anyway yes because it feels like we said at the beginning it feels so passive but it is so for someone like you it is so active yeah I've had a lot of training in it because I trained as a coach for two years so there's a lot of allowing people to be themselves and to witness it and just it's not your job to fix you know that was always jumped into me yeah yeah Um, Yeah. so maybe before I'd done the coaching course I also would have found it impossible but I guess there is so much power in allowing someone to just be. I mean, interestingly, when I was doulering, of course that was part of the job because 99% of women at some point are gonna say, help me, get me an epidural, make it stop. You know, they will complain and 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 everything else. And part, a big part of my job was just to hold, just to hold the space, not mm. fix it. I can't control yeah. labor, I can't stop it, I can't make it go away. And obviously I'm, I'm trained to be able to do that, but the partners were not. So their instinct was always to rescue, to fix it. Get her a cesarean, yeah. get her an epidural. Yeah. When it wasn't actually what she needed, she just needed to express. Let them labor. Just let me be yeah. hot, tired, yeah. angry, sad, out of, whatever All of it that. is. All of that. And I could, most of the time, the majority of the time, I was very much able to, to to emotionally detach and do that. But I guess it's because it was my job. It wasn't my personal life. I love so it. So I, I love think it. And that's I, different. Yeah. So I know I can, but I think I find it very hard when I have an emotional attachment to another person. So, so let's make a pact now mm. that when I feel like that again, and I will, because I'm a very emotional person. Mm. So, and I do, my dad always said, you'll never die of stress because you're so busy expressing yourself. Yeah, it's very healthy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just let me. Okay. Unless it's aimed at you and I'm being a total bitch, then that's completely different. You should not let me do that. But well, we're going to go on to talk about that. We are, we? because there's caveats yeah. Yeah, to there this. Are. Yeah. Um, but I think that's a really interesting example. And I think we're all guilty of that, aren't mm. we? Like if my sister's hurting or mm. if my kids are going through a difficult time, it's so hard just to... Mm let them yeah it is. let them feel it without giving them a million solutions mm-hmm. actually just let them and on that note yeah it's important to let people including our children take responsibility for their own mistakes failures and it's so important for us all to learn from consequences rather yeah. than constantly rescuing or bailing people out absolutely especially in parenting right absolutely so letting a child forget their homework or loaning someone money to bail them out or in the very hardest of situations letting an addict relapse oh my god that must be so awful constant rescue i mean that that is different though when it's when it they are in danger of themselves or they're hurting themselves, or they're well, harming themselves. danger and harming is one of the caveats. But Mel Robbins is very clear. She's like, when someone is repeating a situation, even if they are an addict, you have to let them. You have to let them. Because if you keep rescuing them, you keep bailing them out, you keep fixing it, they're never going to have well, the also, resilience to because do Because you're it. taking the responsibility for their recovery and it's not your responsibility, no. it's theirs. Well, it, it can never be yours because unless it comes from them, they're never going to recover. They're yeah. never going to be better. But, I mean, I've never had to deal with that, thank mm. God. But, you know, if there was someone in my life that was an addict, mm. I, I, I would find that, and as would you, find that impossible. I, I actually have with. had to deal with it and it's, it is completely impossible and pointless and energy zapping and... They can only do it themselves. All you're doing is plastering over. You are you are not really effectively doing anything. Constant rescue makes a person more dependent and weaker and you rob them of the opportunity to grow 
and learn. So by letting them handle the situation themselves and supporting them in different ways, people tap into their own strengths and eventually come ready for help. Therefore, it is necessary to understand and use the let them theory to encourage growth, learning and autonomy. Yes. Learning to accept and detach yourself from situations that don't go as per your expectations, letting people do what they need to do without getting offended and holding on to our expectations only causes emotional turmoil, but it does not change the situation. It's the uphill paddling again, isn't it? Yeah. Radical acceptance, which by the way, we did a whole episode on, so you can go back and listen to that, or let them theory is the key to your peace. That's what it is, isn't it? It's radical acceptance. Yeah. Give people space, give them time, give them understanding. People have their own reasons for doing or not doing things. And we can't assume that we know better. No. But we often do. Yes. Very interesting. Mm Mm-hmm. Mel Robbins says she can summarise this in all all in one sentence. When you let them do whatever it is they want to do, it creates more control and emotional peace for you and a better relationship with the people in your life. I'm actually thinking of someone in my life now mm-hmm. and they make choices I would never make. Yeah. And over the years, it has caused frustration, mm-hmm. a lot of frustration mm-hmm. because you know, it comes with the judgment of, well, but they could be doing so much better Mm. or they could be working in this place or they Mm. could be so much happier if Mm. they did things, in inverted commas, my My way, way. (laughs) right? Um, But actually, it's not my place. It's Mm -hmm. not my life. Mm -hmm. And they make their choices for them, regardless of whether they're happy or not. That's also not my choice or my place to say Mm -hmm. whether how happy they should be. So now you're kind of engaged with this. Do you think you will be able to think of them and just let them? I have. Over the years, mm. I have mm-hmm. um, because it doesn't get me anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and it all it does is create resistance within the relationship. So yeah. I totally let them. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, she says in a, in a, I don't mean it in an arrogant way, yeah. but I've just let go. I've let yeah. go of that expectation. Yeah. And our relationship is much smoother. Mm-hmm. Their life hasn't changed, but that's not my business yeah it's also not our responsibility to make sure that everyone else's feelings are okay it's our responsibility to take care of ourselves and prioritize our life yeah right so let people do what they're going to do and then you focus on what you need to do yeah yeah now before you start to worry that let them with no rules seems mad and screams potential to be taken advantage of, Mm. Mel points out that there are exceptions to when you cannot and must not use the let them theory. Yeah. Okay, we're going to go through them now. If you see something dangerous or if you see discrimination happening to you or to someone else, do not let them speak up and take control of the situation. Or if you need to ask for what you need or advocate for yourself or for your own rights, do not let them negotiate your own salary. Yeah. Don't be bulldozed, right? Yeah. So for example, if you're going in for a pay rise and someone says, right, well, I'm going to give you X 2% pay rise and that's not okay for you, Mm -hmm. you don't have to let them. Absolutely (laughs) not. That's not not somewhere that you... Absolutely not. Um, If someone is continually crossing your boundaries, this is a big one. Yes. We've done a few shows on boundaries. Yes. Um, You have to hold them. Do not let 
people step all over you. Letting other people do their thing does not mean allowing them to treat you badly, okay? It means observing what they are doing, how they're doing it, and why they might be doing it. Then it means asking yourself what you need, what you think, and how you need to advocate for yourself. Yeah. So if you have a friend or a partner who is constantly undermining you, these could be seemingly harmless jokes at your expense, but actually hurt your feelings or contradicting you in front of your friends or family, whatever it may be. Observing what they are doing does not then mean allowing them to continue to do this. Mm. That is the opposite of personal responsibility. That is not a let them moment. Absolutely not. They should not let them. Do not just let them cross your boundary over and over again. Observe their behavior and speak to them about it if you need. If someone constantly hurts you and is not changing despite you asking, it may be time for you to walk away from them and let them be who they are, just not in your life. I have actually got someone that does this. Mm-hmm. This is not a close person to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't see them very often. Mm-hmm. But I always find they make very unnecessary undermining quips. Mm-hmm. And it's always... You know, you don't really notice it happening and then you walk away from the situation and you think, I actually don't think I liked that comment very much. Mm. And she does it every time I see her. Every time. Do you ever say anything? No, I don't say anything, but we're not very close. Right. I don't see her a lot. And it doesn't really affect my well-being in any way. It, it really doesn't. Mm-hmm. I'm just aware of it. And that's probably why we don't see each other very much. Well, yeah. Because I'm not... We, how could we be close? She sounds like a bit of a bitch. I don't think she realises she's doing it. Oh, I'm sure she does. No, I don't think she does. I don't think people make undermining comments constantly. I don't think she would. Them, I don't, don't think she would be conscious that she would be saying undermining comments to upset me. She does it because it comes from her own insecurity. Mm-hmm. It's, she's not going to have that awareness of I'm going. Oh, there's Nicole. I might be a bit of a bitch to her now. She, that, that's that wouldn't be an awareness. Doesn't matter though. It's still not okay. It's not okay. I'm not suggesting it is okay, but because she's not a massive part of my life, Mm. I don't really care. You can just let her. Can you? Yes. Yeah, no, that's so interesting. I do let her. But now, if it was you Mm -hmm. constantly doing it, Mm -hmm. or my best friend Mm -hmm. constantly doing it, that'd be a big fucking problem. But people show you who they are. Yes. We need to let them. Mm -hmm. And obviously, lastly, with kids there are rules right you can't just let let them them not go to school you can't just let them eat mcdonald's every meal children need boundaries and they need rules and that is part and parcel of being a good parent but you also need to give your children space and the opportunity to be themselves and express themselves and involve get involved in their interests and also and this is the hard bit let them make mistakes let them learn from them and give them room to grow the learning is in the sting that is how children process you have to let them have their emotions let them tantrum and let them be sad give them space and opportunity to learn and build resilience this to me is a very modern parenting thing you cannot let your child be sad you cannot let them cry you cannot let them so you have to fix it stop it change it make it better it doesn't help children when you do that they're not learning anything from that apart from mummy will fix it and mummy will rescue me. I know. Mummy will sort me out. I know. Where's the resilience? I know. And this is the, one of the biggest problems with kids these days is they have so little resilience because they have... We don't let them. Well, we don't, we don't let, let them. them. We don't let a, them build we don't the let resilience. Them, and B, 
they don't really need to learn it a lot of the time because they've got a phone so if they need a taxi they order one if they need food they order it if they want to chat to friends they press a button they're not building these muscles of resilience and we are helicoptering the fuck out of these kids it's not good for them so fucking let them I'll give you an example this week of let them yeah with josh Okay, well, we'll do it in my week. Yeah, we're here, aren't we? I want to know. I want to know before we go into our weeks. Yeah, I want to ask you a question. Yeah, is there a place in our relationship where we where you feel I don't let you? Oh, that's such a good question. I can't think of any, but I would say sometimes I don't allow myself. To what? Like, I, I, I don't think I would be able to... I'm not saying you were able to stop this or you did it on purpose, but I wouldn't be able to present myself or arrive in the studio and allow myself to be how you were last Monday. I have to... I would have to, I would have to put a lid on it for myself because I don't... I, I wouldn't feel able to let myself. So I don't think you don't let me, but often, not often, very occasionally, I would not let myself. And that's not just with you, that's a universal thing. Uh, I, I, I very much think you function like that. I mean, I would I would agree with all that. Yeah. I think actually it is very quite often that you don't let, you don't let yourself, you are always in one mode. No, that's not true. You're not always in one mode. You are very contained with your emotions yeah and I believe that there is much more emotional range to you but you don't let yourself feel it but I always find it really funny like on occasion when I get angry and you always go I love it when you're like that <laughs> I, do. I love it <laughs> and, and I'm like why no one loves that it's awful and you're like no I love it but you see I think you see um emotional range for want of a better term as a bad thing somehow weakness or just feeling a lot of emotion and expressing it for you is very uncomfortable yeah very uncomfortable but I mean also that makes it sound like I'm a bit of a robot I'm definitely not a robot I'm happy I'm sad I'm angry I'm whatever I am in that moment the, the range is fully there that's what but there's no you. extremes the, the range is fully yeah. there and even when you are feeling it you don't really express that mm. Mm. I would like you to let yourself express, but then that's me controlling it, exactly, right? Exactly, that's me not letting exactly. you be who you need to be. Yeah, it, just just even in that, exactly. So, how do we use this theory? It's two steps, right? It's really easy. One, recognize you can only control your actions and reactions. Two, cultivate an attitude of acceptance towards others' actions and the circumstances that unfold. So just remember, it's about allowing rather than forcing. Mm. So essentially it's about acknowledging that we can't control and must not control other people and letting go of the expectations we force on those closest to us or sometimes not closest to us. Yeah. So just let that shit go. That's what we did for, for a, a week. whole week. Well, I'm actually still doing it. I, I'm loving this. I'm finding it quite a revelation. Well, when you called me up about what we were going to do this week because mm. we didn't have a practice, did we? Mm. And you were like buzzing yeah you were high and i knew that you would love it of course i'd as love it as soon as i saw it i was like oh she is gonna be so into this yeah i am into it yeah i am and t 
tell us why it was such a light bulb moment for you. I think because as soon as I heard that bit about sometimes you will control things to distract you from other things, I was like in a heartbeat taken back to that day in unpacking Max's bedroom. Max's bedroom. Yeah. Because it was so crystal clear to me yeah. that that's exactly what I was doing. And if you just have had said that to me before, I would have been like, no, no, I just, I just wanted, you know, I just was trying to be a nice mummy and try and help him, but it wasn't about that. So, you know, it's like once you see something, you can't unsee it. And everything that we do is always about our own stuff. We of only course. come from the place that we're coming from. We only can. We only can. So it's so important to be able to see that with some clarity. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. This week we are sponsored by Notion. Why do we love Notion? Because it brings our ideas to life. It's like having access to tomorrow's tools today by combining all our research scripts and notes into one simple space with the added power of AI built right inside, not a separate AI tool or browser tab. I used it the other day to plan all our social content for the next three months. It's made what's usually a really long daunting task super quick, simple and streamlined, leaving us with more time and energy to focus on what truly matters, which is bringing self-care to the listeners and less stress for us. Notion is a place where any team can write, plan, organise and rediscover the joy of play and the Notion AI turns that knowledge into action. It can answer any question in seconds, summarise your meeting notes and keeps you completely organised. If you can think it, you can make it. It's become an integral part of our podcasting toolkit and we're calling it self-care. Try Notion for free when you go to notion.com slash self-care club. That's all lowercase letters, notion.com slash self-care club and start turning ideas into action. And when you use our link, you're supporting our show. Notion.com slash self-care club. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and... What do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. So come on, tell us about your week. Okay, the first one is kid-related. So um, when we were doing this show, it was coming up to Halloween. There were two weeks of half-term, and right at the start of half-term, I said to Josh, you need to pick a Halloween costume, and then I'll buy it, but you need to choose what you want. Yeah, yeah, I'll do it, I'll do it, I'll do it. Then a week passed. It's a week now till Halloween, you want to choose your costume? Yeah, yeah. Three days before, Josh, have you chosen yet? I'll choose it later. And I said, dude, like, you're getting close. Delivery date is going to be past. You're going to have no costume. I shouldn't even have said that. You because know. you're not letting them. No. And then finally, 48 hours before Halloween, he decides on a costume. 
Mum, mum, I've decided what I want. Look, this, but this is also the problem with this instantaneous delivery of anything. Yes. So kids don't ever think that they have to wait for anything. No. Why? Why would you? Immediate yeah. gratification is yeah. the way the world works. And that's not his fault. No, it's not. But anyway, he found a costume. Delivery date: November eighteenth. Yeah. Well, yeah, because it's Halloween and everyone's getting it delivered. Right. So I was like, "Do you know what, Josh? This isn't my problem." I, I gave you two weeks notice. I did my a job. A week's notice. I did my bit. It is not my fault that you didn't decide. It is not my fault that you've left it too late. Figure it out. He went to a party. I mean, he was fuming. And then he went to the party at a kid's house. The mum has three kids. There was obviously loads of Halloween shit in the, in the bedroom upstairs. He found something. He put it on. He went trick-or-treating. Done. He learned the lesson. I can't leave things to the last minute. And he had the resilience to fix it. And then he did it again. 7am mum um i forgot to tell you a few days ago and i he meant is to also tell you a 10 year old yes but this is when they start to learn i broke my mouth guard and i've got rugby this afternoon can we go to the uniform shop on the way to school i said no uniform shop's not open at seven in the morning tantrum went to school i thought it is not it's not his fault it broke but it's also not my fault it is not my fault that he forgot to tell me and it's not my fault the uniform shop's not open then I started to feel really guilty (laughs) so I thought the kid's going to be sitting on a rugby pitch for two hours with nothing to do so I called the school I said look what time do they go because if I have to if I have to go and fix this which I think was an error I shouldn't have thought about going to fix it but I did and the secretary said, oh, is that Josh's mum? He's come to the office and explained the situation. And actually, we have um, new mouth guards. So I've given him one and he can play rugby. And I thought, okay. The kid has learned how to deal with stuff on his own. He does not need me to rescue him. And actually, I was really pleased. And then I was a bit cross that I had considered rescuing him. So, and I'm quite big on letting children learn lessons and you know the learning is in the sting because how else can you learn oh i'm so bad at that i'm much better with daisy than i am with lily rose Mm. much better yes because she's got more resilience around it i know she can deal with it yes yes okay great so one win one ever so slight slight failure slight fail but a win in the long in the broad spectrum then then ollie says to me just wanted to check what are our plans on the weekend are we going out on saturday night i said no we're actually not why he said well i'm going to test drive a car at five o'clock and i said okay but you know it's five o'clock like why would that impact on the evening oh it's quite a way away i'm not really that interested i don't think i'm gonna buy it i don't even really like it but it's quite a way away where is it birmingham birmingham nicole we live in london Birmingham so he wants to drive Mm. I looked up the drive time especially for the show two hours 39 minutes (laughs) there and two hours 39 minutes back to test drive a car that he's not really even that interested in now if it was not the let them week I would have had some things to say on that Mm. like are you nuts why are you doing a five-hour round trip for a car you're not interested in this is crazy this means you're going to be gone all day and instead you know what i did i bet you let them i did nothing i just said mm-hmm now for transparency mm-hmm. well done by thanks the way. we came over for dinner on friday night you did 
And we were discussing this yes. on Friday night. It was a big topic of conversation over the dinner table that yes. he was driving to Birmingham to yeah. test out a car he's not remotely interested yeah. in and then driving back. Yeah. And I was like, that's a waste of time. I don't understand it. And you said, you know what I did, Nicole? I just let him. And obviously mm-hmm. you and I got it. And he turned around and he was unloading the dishwasher at the time. He said, uh, that's not actually true. There were a few words. You didn't quite let it Do you know what? Go. There were not. He said there were. That's not true okay. because she's he pointing told her fingers me the whole thing for you clubbers. and i just said uh-huh now maybe i said uh-huh with a tone but i did not say <laughs> anything say, uh-huh with the tone let's uh-huh. try it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. 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 uh-huh maybe i said it like that but i did not I didn't say one word because I was so Listen, into the I don't know. I do wasn't it. there. I don't really care. I'm just going to let you two deal with that because that's got nothing to well, do with me. There was no discussion. There was no discussion. Okay, well, I just, okay. so I just let simply him. let him. Okay. And then when he came home, I was, you know, out of curiosity. I said, I can't think of anything worse than doing a five-hour yeah. round trip. Yeah. I said, the only Agreed. reason I would do a round trip like that is to get a puppy. Other than oh, that. yes. Like, other than that, no. And he said, but it's so fun for me. I love driving. I don't get to drive the car that much in the week. And it's a really fun outing for me. And I thought, who am I to stop you having your fun? It's not my kind of fun, but I don't need to control the kind of fun he has. But you're pointing to something very interesting that actually anyone else, because I thought the same as you, like, why the fuck would you drive all the way to Birmingham to test drive a car? You don't want to test. What a waste of time. Mm. You know, you're going to be five hours Mm. in the car. Mm. But actually, once he explains it, but that's my fun. Mm. That's how I get some space. I get to listen mm. to my own music. Mm. I get to just drive. Drive. I love driving. Yeah. Okay, now I understand it. I don't get that, but I don't need to. But also the fact that neither of you and I get that, and it's not our idea of fun, does not mean in any way that he should be stopped from having yes, his idea of agreed. fun. Or controlled. Agreed. Or told it's ridiculous. But instantly, automatically before the let them weep, both of us if Adam said the same thing to me we would both go you're mad don't do that what a waste of time exactly we put, that's our expectation on it yeah that's our feelings yes. towards it but it's not about us and I also have known him for 27 years so he has shown me who he is and I do know very well he is a person who really likes driving he used to drive buses he also used to drive trucks to Bosnia during the war so he did he like yeah Wow. He likes driving. Hey, go Ollie. Yeah. Go Ollie. So that's kind of my let them week. And I've really enjoyed it. Great. How has your week been? It's been fine. Mixed and fine. Mixed and fine. Okay, so I also had a Halloween situation on my hands. Right. Her costume didn't show up. The older or the younger? The younger. Okay. She's not very good when plans change. Okay. So two days before we knew it wasn't coming, mm-hmm. we tried to get something else we couldn't. Mm-hmm. Um, it it eventually turned into a bit of a meltdown and a bit of a situation, mm-hmm. which I don't really need to go into, mm-hmm. but it was very difficult. Mm-hmm. And she had a party. For her or for you? For everybody. Right. She had a party um, at a friend's house from school and then everyone was sleeping over at this house. Mm -hmm. So she had a really great night planned Mm -hmm. and there was going to be pizza and they were doing games and it was a whole thing and all the girls were going as Disney princesses. I don't know what the boys were going at. And so she'd been so excited about it. So then she basically started threatening that she wasn't going to go. 
but she wasn't going to go because her outfit wasn't right. And I felt in my expectation that that was the wrong reason for not wanting to go because I wanted her to be able to just find an outfit and go and enjoy herself. I could not let it go. It was in half term. I could not let it go. We got into the most enormous argument, me and my daughter, about it. And then eventually I just thought, when I was so spent emotionally over trying to get this outfit sorted and trying to get her to go and trying to get her to wear something else and all the resistance, 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 where I should have just let her mm. deal with however she wants to because I wasn't going to the party. Mm. So it it's not like she was going to miss a really important exam at school. It was a, par- a Halloween party. Mm-hmm. You know, there'll be one next year. Mm-hmm. So what really, what difference did it make? I just did not, I couldn't bear the thought of her being left out so that was all your stuff all not her my stuff because my instinct would have been if it was josh to say to him absolutely fine don't go to the party okay but you and i parent very differently and I know. also and also you have a boy i have a girl i the only rules, have boys and you only have girls the rules are completely different i think the rules are different with boys and girls when it comes to certain things but i don't think they're that different they are they are not when they, it comes they, to going to a Halloween party. It's it, There's as much peril in her not going as Josh not going. Are you going. having a go at me because of how I dealt with it? I'm being, no, no, on, no. I'm being honest no, here, right? No. And that's great that you can let go of it and you can let him do that. I, I cannot. Why? There feels Why? like, because there feels like there is a lot more at stake for a 13-year-old girl not going to an important party than there does with a 10-year-old boy. It, the, the rules are just slightly different. So how did it resolve? It was so up and down and I was so up and down with, I totally joined her for the ride and drove myself absolutely mad. I didn't make it any better. I made it a thousand times worse for her and for me. Mm. So in the end, I left the house. She was threatening not to go. And I was like, okay, fine, just don't go. Mm -hmm. This is after two days of Mm -hmm. absolute emotional torture. Mm. Then don't go, Mm. don't go. Mm. But it wasn't a let them. It was, Mm. I'm exhausted. I can't Mm. talk about this Mm. anymore. And then I came back and she had chosen her outfit. <laughs> she had chosen her outfit. And then she went. Yeah. Mm. Honestly, it was 48 hours of hell. Mm. Mm-hmm. Now, had I have done the, I'm going to walk away from this and mm. I'm not dealing with it, mm-hmm. exactly as you are suggesting, mm. she probably would have gotten over it a lot quicker. And it would have been the same or she wouldn't have gone, Or she wouldn't have gone. And actually, her life would still be exactly the same now. I do see that now. At the time, I couldn't see that. Yeah. So I didn't let them mm. at all. Uh, another example, slightly better one. You and I had arranged to go um, out on Friday night. The Friday night just gone. Mm-hmm. You didn't then have a babysitter. I did not. So you then invited us around for dinner. Mm-hmm. And then I felt bad. Again, my stuff. I felt bad that you then had to cook for us. Mm-hmm. And I was I was actually going to say, Do you want to know, don't bother. Let's just rearrange it. Because mm. I didn't feel it was fair that you had to cook. Mm. And then you were like, it's four people. I'm very happy to do it. Just, mm. I think you might have even said, let me. <laughs> I think I did. <laughs> I just thought, well, just let yeah. her. Yeah. Just let her. Yeah. It's not my stuff. Yeah. If she doesn't want to cook, mm-hmm. she's a grown woman. She could say, I actually don't want to cook. Yeah. Let's rearrange it. And actually, I really did want to cook. And actually, I really enjoyed cooking. And actually, I had a I really... really, really enjoyed eating it. Thank you. But I actually had a really nice day of being creative and busy in the kitchen and I really enjoyed that so if you hadn't let me you actually would have been taking away from me right you would have been actually taking away my fun yeah like you would have done with Ollie driving to Birmingham because it was not crossing my boundary and it was not putting me to work and it was not something I didn't want to do that was all in your head exactly my stuff and and I could have said to you actually all right can we rearrange or I'll just get a takeaway no, just let them 
yeah but you let me and I was very happy yeah so was I everyone was happy Mm -hmm. at the end Mm -hmm. so we both learned a good lesson there we did there's been a lot of small let thems Mm -hmm. they have you know whatsapp groups have been an interesting let them this week I have found that interesting I've had someone leave a whatsapp group Mm -hmm. this week Mm -hmm. and for whatever her reasons were Mm -hmm. and I just thought and then the WhatsApp group went completely silent. Mm. And I just thought, good for you. Let her mm. let her mm. leave. Mm. That is within her rights mm-hmm. and her boundaries mm-hmm. and her choice mm-hmm. to leave this WhatsApp group. For sure. Because she's not controlling what anyone else is saying no, or doing and she on was it. polite and she was honest and she was really open and I really respected it. Mm-hmm. Great. Good. Yeah. So yeah. let them. Let them. Should we, should we go to summary? Yes. Well, tell me what worked for you. Well, I tell you what I've learned is that I definitely do believe that this having to control, this need for control, this wanting other people to do and be and behave in a way that I expect or I think is good or I I would like to do it is is about my own stuff. And like it's not very nice or palatable to look at or think about it, but there is no denying that it is true. And it is, like I said to you before, once you see it, you can't unsee it. So I'm really hoping I'm going to be able to take this, harness this and carry on using it in the places that I need to. Mm. What about you? Um, Again, it's been so interesting because it's always about our own stuff Mm. and it's always about getting out of our own way Mm. wherever we can or wherever Mm. we need to. Mm. And that's just so interesting. If I look at my two examples, that was totally my stuff. It was my panic about her not going to the party. It was my worry about you having to cook. And it's bollocks because we're trying to control what other people do based on what we feel and what we think. And that's got nothing to do with us. No. And because everybody functions completely differently. Mm. I would never want to drive to Birmingham for five hours, but that doesn't mean that someone else wouldn't get joy from that. Mm-hmm. And that's what's been so interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it has. It's been one of my favourite weeks. Has it? Yeah. Wow. Just the learning in it has been really, I think it's really good for me. I think it is really good for you. <laughs> I think it's really good for both of us. I, I, I do think I'm not brilliant at it in parenting. I hold my hands up. I think most other places in my life I'm, I'm okay I think I'm best at it in parenting and much weaker at it in other areas it's of my fun, life. It's so interesting, isn't it? Yeah. I really struggle with it in parenting. And I had this thing with Daisy, you know, we're choosing her um, her A-levels mm-hmm. and her sick form colleges mm-hmm. and schools or wherever she's going to be going next year. And she really wants to go down the performing arts route. And she is the most beautiful singer. She really is. And she's really talented. But, you know, I have this whole expectation of what I want her to do. And and actually, I just have to let her totally find her own way and to do something that she really loves and to do something that she's actually really talented at. Yeah. And it's been really hard. Yeah, because you are you are forced to look at your expectations for your children and how that reflects on you. And actually it doesn't reflect on you. This is the thing it's like about GCSE and A-level results day when the parents will go mad posting up the results. It's not about their children, it's about them. Yeah. Because if their child is super freaky clever, 
it somehow bathes them in a golden light. But it's actually nothing to do with you. This is your child's result. It's it's your child's achievement. And it's my child's future. And it's her life. Right, so I'm not sitting the A-levels. So to get her to do something that she... We had this whole debate because I want her to do media as one of her... Um, A levels mm. because she's really creative, but she doesn't want to do that. Mm. But I, but that's my expectation because I want her to have this certain skill, mm-hmm. and I would love to do media A mm. level. My God, it would be so be great really, for you, really and me. helpful for us. It would be, <laughs> yeah. But she doesn't want to do that, mm. so I've mm. had to let her, mm. I let her cho- choose her own path. I think when I look at the kids I know, well, the adults I know now who had very controlling parents or parents who expected a lot of them and and tried to constantly control them they ended up as very anxious adults anxious or off the rails and I think I learned that lesson very very early on that when you just allow your Mm, children to mm. be to show up as they are and you're not constantly trying to mold them and manipulate them it's much better for them of course it is because they we let them be themselves they need space and that's what this whole practice is yeah they are allowed to be themselves i can do that with kids but i find it harder with adults it's so, i find that so interesting i'm the complete opposite mm. i tell you where there's one area where i think you and i struggle mm. with you letting me mm. is around how i eat mm. we've had a few debates about mm. it haven't we mm. and there's something there i think for both of us mm. that um I wouldn't say I feel uncomfortable about it. That's that's not true. That's way too harsh. But there's something about it in it for you that you can't let me do that. Mm. I think there's a worry that you think I'm going to, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I'm not going to put my own stuff on it. Um, and I have a thing that I don't really want to talk to you about it because I feel like it somehow, I don't know, creates a slight resistance. But I actually found it very helpful and very interesting when you did explain to me in technical and scientific terms, <laughs> I did still don't how quite I eat. get how you eat. Because once I understood that, it gives me a better, well, it just gives me a better understanding. Yeah. Also means I'm able to make lunch in an easier way than having to be anxious about what is what it is you're doing because I don't know. And also that's on me as well because because I felt like there's resistance from you in how I eat. I don't want to talk about it. Or I, I just want to keep it like, not, not a dirty little secret, but I just want to, I don't want to touch it with a barge pole. Mm. Um, but that's not helpful. Well, it's not helpful because I can't, I, then I'm working in a vacuum. Right, because then you don't know. Yeah. Um, but also I have found it quite difficult. Mm. I have found it quite difficult because I think mm. you've found it difficult in certain ways. Mm. But, you know, that's because we eat together a lot. Yeah, we But do. how I eat, I don't think is very weird. I think it's just very measured. Mm. No comment. Do you see what I mean, though? Yeah. But that's exactly in that. But I can't get... I, I can't. It's too It's too long a conversation for the rest of this podcast. We can do a whole show on it if you want. Not really. <laughs> um, <laughs> not really. Um, anyway, that is our show on Let Them. We hope you enjoyed it. We'll be back on Friday with our weekly, weekly wellness roundup show. If you've got any comments, you can email us or you can... Uh, DM us at Instagram all our links are below so please feel free to be in touch and we'll be back on Friday bye bye